It's Wimbledon, discipline, but yet you find anyone equivalent. Ain't no podcast similar, now you won't find no synonyms. Be produced by Q Smith, sound like it's by Timberland. JBB in charge, EG set the bar. Cool be sipping water tree and Turk gon' lay the law. Jokes may go too far, but that's just who we are. Prolific, so gifted, words that have your soul lifted. So consistent, yet so different. Ain't nobody copy that lane. Carry that torch, heat up the game Ain't nobody got that flame Different, different Man, this intro different Man, this intro ignorant What's good, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> we are bike with another episode Another rendition of the one and only D1 Indian University podcast I am here with the usual suspects Because they probably committed a dastardly crime In the last 48 hours But before we get to them I just want to give a quick shout out to our people down in Singapore. Yes, we have a listener. You heard me, singular, listener in Singapore. Shout out to our listeners in Tampa, Florida. Shout out to our listeners in Board Man, Oregon. Why Oregon? You Throw know, your hands up. Take your, your hands up. Take your shirt Why off. Why Oregon? Sit around the air like a helicopter. <laughs> because Oregon <laughs> is the home. Of the of the one person who is giving my desolate franchise hope in Justin Herbert, but that's another story for another day. So we are gonna bring it in like we usually do. Turk, what's good? Hey, what's good with y'all boys, man? You know, what I'm saying glad to be back with the D1 Ignite crew. Looking forward to have another good episode with y'all boys. Y'all do me a quick favor though. Get, go ahead, and give me a follow on Twitter at Turk nine 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 zero. Listen, I only have sixty four followers, but listen, I'm coming up though. I'm getting there. He, he's a real account, guys. I'm a, I'm a real. He's real. Okay, okay. okay. Y'all, y'all, y'all gonna keep on. All right, you gonna chill. You gonna chill with these shots now. You gonna chill with the shade, my boy. Turk, and then when Turk was arguing with other burner accounts, bro, it, it just further solidified okay, uh, our arguments. Listen, okay, listen. That's in my past. That's behind me. But either way, I got 64 followers. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's try to get to 100 by next year. I'll be straight. We, I'll be all right. We, we got, <laughs> we got you, Turk. Uh, Coop, what's good? What's up, what's up? It's your boy, B. Coop, J underscore affiliated. You know what I'm talking about? We bring you back another episode later on this this episode of Take My Pads Off. Uh, it might not be a surprise who gets it. Uh, also, Drake Do Better on Twitter. They're blowing you up about your 34th birthday dinner menu. No black foods, me boy. And they said in the mac and cheese there was raisins. So, yeah. What in the name of Lord Baby Jesus? Why are there raisins? Is he serving mac and trail mix? Hey, man. Look, don't shoot the messenger. Shoot the cook. That's all I'm saying. At that point, that's a pretty reasonable thing to say. By the way, in case y'all were wondering, Eric will not be with us because he was once again kidnapped by chipmunk aliens his words not ours just yeah that happened so don't ask about him he ain't here right now i don't know what's happening i don't want to know what's happening he's just not here i blame turk how's it my fault because you blame me for him earlier today i mean what i mean that that situation technically was your fault though it is not my fault he was playing 2k in the dark when i met him in high school so i don't want to hear it yikes Shots Jeez, fired. Has nothing, the fact that story leaked out. Me guy. Thanks. 
has nothing to do with me. But cool. What 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 do they have to say about Drake? Please please explain, elaborate for us. Man, so basically what they're doing is they're going in on Drake's menu, right? So for the starters, of course he had a little calamari, he had a little sushi, he had a Caesar salad or a baby kale salad, little little walnut type of deal. But basically what they're saying is it's no soul food on the menu. Now me personally, when I turned thirty four, I wouldn't have a big party like that thirty four. At thirty, yeah. If I'm serving like food at my 30th birthday party, somebody the, is gonna make it and put their foot in it. And I mean, somebody really put their foot. Somebody in it. needs to leave that party with high blood pressure. Yes, if you're not leaving the party with the IV, I did nothing. I I, I didn't do my job. Hey, like with, all I'm gonna say is Drake Aubrey, you make way too much money. To have Way a limited too menu much. like that. Way too much money to have a limited menu like that. Bro, if I'm making that much money, bro, what, bro, bro, we having the best food ever, bro. Come on. We, we got to do better, bro. We we got to do better. We got to do, we, do we, better, my G. We having the gathering of the grandmas, and we just going to cook out. That's what yeah, needs to bro. happen. Like, it, there's no reason that should ever happen anytime soon. Like, especially with the man with that much money. You can hire somebody's grandma cook multiple <laughs> exactly bro yes there there's ways around that but uh, i i guess we should get the show started before drake comes and flags our podcast even though oh, that would yeah. be kind of cool not gonna lie yeah yeah we would have to screenshot that hey look of all the people i've been blocked by drake would by far be the most famous Turk, don't look at me like that don't don't look at me like that i, I ain't said nothing I'm, I'm chilling i'm keeping my mouth shut don't look at you Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones can't help you. <laughs> don't look at Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones can't help. Quincy Jones cannot help these Dallas Cowboys because, Lord, the dumpster Ooh. fire that is that organization right now. Mm, mm, mm. Is, oh. mm. So Andy Dalton got knocked out. In case y'all didn't know, do you Andy think Dalton that was a? Did you think that was a dirty hit? Yes, that was a dirty hit. That was dirty as fuck. <laughs> I mean, in his mind, in his mind, he had to hit. lose either way. Fam, Turk, in his mind, he had to be like, "Bro, if I do this, I know I'm getting ejected, and he could possibly yeah. lose consciousness." He gave no. But, bro, the, the whole thing about it was he was already sliding when he took off. And that's Andy Dalton. No one's afraid of Andy Dalton taking off on them. Like, that's not Lamar. That's not Pat Mahomes. That's not even a, that's not even Aaron Rodgers, which, by the way, can move a lot better than what people give him credit for. Yes. But facts, there's facts. Andy Dalton's not running away from anybody. Like, if there's no need to touch him, and you know if you look at the quarterback the wrong way in this time, that's a penalty. So I don't why? understand. I, I didn't understand how he could have made that tackle at that point in time. And they, they no wouldn't even have thrown a flag. Like, bro, that's – are you serious? And then, like, like bro, you don't, get was, no cool, you don't get no cool points for knocking out Andy Dalton. Like, low-key, bro. Like, <laughs> like, did, like, there's no way your team needed a win bad enough to knock – Andy, Andy Dog out now, of the game. You had a hit on you had a you had a bounty on, on yep. Andy Dog. Bro, what is a bounty on Andy Dalton worth? Uh, a little Debbie cupcake and a 50 cent bag of Doritos. Like, bro, hey, the DMV gotta chill, bro. 
And you know what the sad part about you know what the sad part about all this is? The Cowboys are still one of the better teams in the division. Bro, every every team is about even because the Giants could sneak up and win a game and be right in that thing. It's that division it's is so really, trash, bro. Who, who who's the first to win six games? If you win six games, you're in. But bro, it's like, are these teams? Here's the thing: the Cowboys are the only team in that division that doesn't compete. All these other teams low-key are trying their hardest to win games and not winning the most. Because I'm not the Eagles, Eagles low-key gave us everything they had and just did not win that. They just <laughs> they, they don't have enough. The only good thing I can say out of this division is because it's football and anybody can beat anybody one time. There's one no game. need for a series. So the, the Giants, uh, Eagles, Washington, whoever, they can have one good game and win a playoff series. Like that, it only you only got to win one. It's not basketball. You ain't got to win best out of seven. So they might sneak in and, and steal one. We don't know. But the right. fact that they get in with six wins is horrible. Yeah. So, uh, so guys, for the second week in a row, your week seven. Take my pads off award goes to none other than America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know you, you, you flew two and a half hours just to kick a field to goal, kick a field goal, and to lose Andy Dalton. And here's my thing when I saw the third string quarterback go in, I said, This man's really about to be the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and Colin Kaepernick still does not have a job. Like you knowing they kid, got you gotta be kidding me, bro. Knowing they got this kid off the practice squad two weeks ago. Not gonna lie, if Jerry Jones signs cap, that would be epic. Hey, I will smooth grab that jersey. I will grab that not jersey gonna, fast as heck. Not gonna lie, we all know it, it would be a publicity move if he did, but it'd be one that we would take. But it'd be like it'd be like Jerry Jones at the end of the day. You was the only like you racist hell, but you were the only person to give Colin Kaepernick a chance. All right, so it's like, <laughs> uh, I mean, you still a you still a bigot, but it's like, yeah, you yeah. you still a bigot, but as of now, you're at the lower end of bigots. It's there like, are worse just, bigots than you. It's just like Abe Lincoln. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like we we know you didn't like us. But you like the slightly more than everyone else. So I guess I got to give you that. Ah, damn it. Damn it, Jim. <laughs> but yeah, for the second streak week in a row, Dallas Cowboys take my pads off. I'm not even going to get as emotional this time as last time because this was pretty much an embarrassment. Um, it, it, it really was. And, like and, uh, and, and bro, at this point, Zeke, don't know what to say. You're bro, still it, their it, best it's player. It's a mental it's a mental thing at this point, like fumbling the ball, fumbling every now and again, it happens. That That's just the name of the game. But at this point in the season, you've already lost five fumbles. That bro, That's almost a fumble bro, a game. That's a mental do you, thing. Do you know how easy it is for the defensive coordinator on the other team to be like, bro, every opening possession, this dude is going to fumble? Yes. Like, so the opening possession, I'm not even worrying about trying to tackle. I just tell everybody, just, just – just peanut grit. punch, bro. Peanut punch the ball. And first, can to add on to your take my pads off award, can we specifically give it 
to the Cowboys' O-line because their quarterback got knocked unconscious. Man. And nobody said a word. There were no they didn't fights. Do nothing. There were no pushes. There were no skirmishes. There was no nothing. They didn't They didn't do nothing. I mean, they went to go check the cell on Andy Dalton, but at the same time, they didn't do nothing, bro. Oh, dude, knocked their quarterback out. It smooth walked off the field, and nobody, and nobody touched this got man. His face, Bruh, Hey, low key, I, low key, low key. That's a real G though to do that and know you and did walk it, off. And, and hey. nobody said nothing to you. Hey, it's funny that y'all mentioned Zeke fumbling, right? Here we go. We know what Zeke ain't fumbling though. He ain't fumbling them drinks in Deep Element, Uptown Dallas, or Bottle Blondes though. He ain't, ain't spilled a dr- ain't spilled a drop ain't out spilled, there. Ain't spilled a drink out there, boy. <laughs> boy, probably out there chilling right now. Let no shorty okay. left unturned. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Tuesday, Tuesday, ecstasy, ten dollar Tuesdays. Boy, you know he getting some shots right now. Hey, he he's doing Zeke. I just want to know what his tattoo artist was really thinking when he came in there and said, "Hey, bro, right, feed me on my stomach." Uh, bro, you better I, feed I, me that bread, boy. Like you know what I'm saying? He was probably just thinking like, Ugh. he hit the Abe Lincoln. He was like, "Uh, I." Yeah, he needed to feed. He needed to feed him some. He needed to feed him some less fumbles while he over there talking about feed him. The heck out of here talking about feed me. But man, you gotta you gotta understand, bro. It's, it was it's mental at this point. It, it, it's all mental. Bro, they what? can't tank. You can't out tank the New York Jets this year, bro. It's not gonna happen. Tank I'm season. sorry. I'm sorry. The only the only way Trevor Lawrence doesn't go to the Jets this season is if he goes back to school. But I can see hey, the Jets see- tanking for a whole nother season <laughs> just to get this man. Hey, did you see the tweet he put out? He like, I, I'm I'm weighing my options whether I should come out or stay another year. That's him saying, fam, I watch the Jets just like y'all do every Sunday. Bro, here's the thing. It's going to be just the same as Sam Darnold. He's just going to have a little better stats. But, like, bro, you're going to go to the Jets. Bro, you're I always say <laughs> every young quarterback needs some kind of safety net. And – what safety net is there in New York? Who is he going to throw the balls to and say, when in doubt, he down there somewhere? Every young quarterback needs one. Even as bad as Baker has been playing, no matter what, except for now since he's hurt, he can say, screw it, Odell down there somewhere. Yeah, and that's crazy that this man tore his ACL off a of Baker Mayfield interception. <laughs> See, and this is where... Odell gets his bad rap from is he's had he's had his problems personally. Yes, we get that. But compared to a lot of drama that receivers have brought on in the last 20, 30 years or so, he's been pretty mild. Odell is not T.O. He's not Randy Moss. I mean, except for the except for the little the stuff in the hotel, old girl. He's been pretty. I mean, but that wasn't him complaining about football. That was just him being being a stupid mm. young person. So I have a question. So this is his second big injury, right? What was his first injury? I think he broke his he broke his ankle. Something he broke his leg. He, he, broke, he, he broke his leg. He broke his ankle. He broke his ankle. He broke something right in his leg. Now he tore his ACL. So I, the question I have to ask y'all is, you know, what I'm saying since you guys know football. 
what happens to Odell Beckham after this? Is he still I mean, that top tier receiver that people say he is, or is he going downhill? What do y'all think? Well, here's the thing: coming from a coming from a break rather than a torn ligament is totally different, right? So it's easier to come back from a break. But once that soft yeah. tissue gets damaged, that's a whole other story. But uh, man, if you tell your ACL, that depends, dude. Like, especially for a wide receiver, uh, it's gonna be the tough. best. The the best thing that Odell has going for him right now is his size and his stature is not very big and it's not very heavy. Yeah. So opposed to if a guy say like. Mike Evans were to tear his ACL, it would affect him a lot more. For one, he's already not that fast, but he's also a bigger body frame and his knees take a little more pounding because of his extra weight. Odell is 5'9", 5'10", maybe 205. Maybe. maybe. He, he's, he's probably more comfortable around a 190, 195 range, but he's built more slender and it just kind of depends. Everyone's rehab is a little different, yeah. but it is going to affect him. He's not going to get traded like he probably wants to. I think he has one year left on this deal. And after next season, it's just, it's kind of going to be a toss up on who's willing to take that chance. Agree, man. Um, another football news. Shout out to that boy, Antonio Brown. And I also. Uh, Turk, I hate to do this, but what goes up must, must come, down. come down. You know, Turk, every action in this world has an equal and our opposite reaction. So I saw that stat, right? Tom Brady had it, it's like the, the, just 18 TDs, right? Cam Newton only has three for the year, bro. So, so Turk, what I'm trying to figure out is. I mean, Tom Brady looks like he's going to possibly be in another Super Bowl and win it for the Tampa Bay Bucks. How does look, that make if, you feel? Look, if the Bucks and the Rays would have won a championship in the same year, crazy. Florida, Florida would have burned down. But uh, but Turk man. I gotta give the slight. I gotta give the greater than sign, Tom Brady, on this move. Um, I got Antonio Brown. So I mean, y'all got three running backs that can. You got Lashawn McCoy, Leonard Fournette, and Williams back there. You got OJ Howard and Gronk and wide receiver. You got this might be the most highly powered offense. But I guess you know it's a it's a it's a jab at the Chiefs. I mean, both of these people had to sign some Mike Tomlin's. Uh, uh, oldies, but uh, yeah, whatever Tom Brady wants, he gets. And uh, Bill Belichick had to bench Cam Newton, so so about that. So, first of all, Tom Brady no longer <laughs> plays for the New England Patriots anymore. For you guys that don't know, I am a New England Patriots fan because I am from around that area, so that's why I support the New England Patriots. I am not a Tom Brady fan, but man, you know, so I didn't actually watch. The New England game, I woke up and I found out Cam Newton had three interceptions and we got murdered by the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> but, man, it's just like I, I would just say, man, you know, I don't make no excuses for no player at all. You know, that's any sport, basketball, football, hockey, tennis, whatever. I'll make no excuses for no athlete. But, you know what I'm saying, but dude was actually Cam Newton was actually playing pretty well. 
you know, then COVID, then COVID happened, right? You know, you missed out what one or two games, and then you come back, you just, you just, you just, you just not playing well, man. You know, what I'm hey, saying? COVID. Man, I don't know. If, I yeah. don't know if it's. I don't know if it's just that you, maybe you just don't have a lot of talent out there. I know some players on the O line got hurt, or maybe he's just not playing well. You know, maybe it's just taking them time to get adjusted. But I will say this: as a New England fan, our, our division is still very winnable. You know, saying uh, we still have a chance to do something. And the biggest thing is, bro, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not giving up on Cam. You know what I'm saying? I think he's going to come through. I think he's going to pull through. I think Bill Bel- Belichick is keeping his composure well. I think Cam Newton's going to be able to uh, pull through, man. You know what I'm saying? But the reality of the situation is, is that he does have to play better. There's no ifs or what's about that. There's no excuses. As far as Tom Brady, man, I mean, dude is balling. Dude is balling. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are balling. Don't they? So what? I mean, could be a defensive guy, right? Don't they have like a top five defensive line? You know what I'm saying? They got top five defense. Yeah, man, dude. Uh, their, de- their defense, their defense this year is balling top five. But what's helping their defense is they start off in they're never playing with their backs like against the wall because their offense puts them in such good position. But uh man, and Dominic and Sue was balling out. Uh Pierre Paul, Vita Vea, uh Shaquille Barrett, um, Levante David on like bro, their linebackers are crazy. Um, man, so like shout out to them, you know, uh, Ricky Antoine Whitfield Jr. Shout out and and shout out to Bruce Arians, man. I mean, he's stepping up to the plate, bro, because think about it. He was going down in history as if this would have went south as screwing this up. Oh, Bruce Arians. I'm pretty it's like Frank Vogel, right? LeBron walked in and said, you have me and A.D. Sit your down and let we got it. And this is like Tom Brady said, look, we got all these pieces. Just smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Look, the league has gone topsy-turvy since this has happened. Apparently, Brady just found out two weeks ago that Gronk is actually on his roster. So he started throwing the ball to him. And then he stopped giving the ball to Mike. And he stopped throwing the ball to Mike Evans. I don't know why. So he decided to say, screw my fantasy team. But that's beside the point. We're going to hope AB can stay in the league this time. Because the man is too talented to not be playing professional football. He may be dumb, but that man can run some routes. That's all that matters in this game. We'll see how they stack up with the rest of the NFC. Um, Aaron Rodgers is still going to do his discount double check thing. And like I said before, you only got to beat him one time. So we never know how these things are going to go. And we got to move on into the next thing. Because you mentioned Frank Vogel. The Lakers have a few decisions they need to make. But what are some big moves that y'all think need to happen in the NBA this year? Turk? Some, bi- or, some big moves that need NBA to happen. Analyst? Some big moves that need to happen. So first, let's start with your team, the Miami Heat. I think the Miami Heat, as we saw, obviously you guys were injured, right? You guys had a pretty crucial place that got injured. But I think y'all need one more – not not a superstar, right? You need to have Jimmy Butler as your best player. But y'all need one more bucket getter. You know what I'm saying? I would say like a, a C.J. McCollum type player or a Bradley Beal type of player, someone that could play along Jimmy Butler. I think that's what y'all need to do. Because as we saw, as we saw, man, just in the NBA Finals, bro, the super team thing is just the thing nowadays, right? You got to have a lot of talent. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing I think needs to happen. I think Miami needs to go after again another great, you know, not really someone, like I said, not someone who's better than Jimmy Butler, 
but someone else that can play alongside him that can be a great scorer because Tyler Hero, you know, he plays well. Uh, Duncan Robinson plays well. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Dragic plays well, but you need another guy. You know what I'm saying? You need a Robinson, Jimmy Butler. You know what I'm saying? So I think that needs to happen for Miami as far as with y'all because nowadays, like I said, basketball, you got to have a super team. If you don't have a super team, probably not winning. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Turk, I actually disagree with you on that one. I don't think the Heat need another bucket getter. I think they need some size. Then you need some size. I think think that was really what killed them against L.A. is the fact that if you watch the, the Heat, the Heat are not a pure rebounding team. They get a lot of tips, and they tip it to themselves. And that's because of they essentially play small ball, and they only have one real big who can get a rebound. And that big is relatively small considering he's not a seven-footer. AD got a lot more rebounds easier. Dwight got some rebounds. And even JaVale McGee, the little he played, got a few. So I would say the Heat need an athletic wing, athletic four or five guy, someone who can still Mm. run the floor, doesn't have to produce a lot of offense, but they need size and to keep some athleticism out there. I think that's what they need. Mm, I feel that, but like I said, I think when it came down to those last few games when you guys ran out of gas, you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson – those dudes balled in the playoffs. But you need another more experienced veteran who's actually been there. And that's why I feel like you need you need another bucket getter. But you could use a few more bigs because, you know, like you said, the Los Angeles Lakers do have those – they have those those grown men down there. You know what I'm saying? I don't like giving them yes, credit because cool, because of cool. You know what I'm saying? But they do hey, have man, some grown hey. men down there. You got AD down there. I don't know if they're going to keep Dwight Howard. I don't know if they're going to keep JaVale McGee. But they did have some dogs down there as far as with big. So, I okay, I, I can see what you come from for that. As far as another big move that needs to happen. Whew. So, the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turk, before you get into yours, can I say a hot take for the Bucks? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jamal. I'm going to let you have it. They need to try to get Olin Depot. Victor Oladipo, huh? Olin Depot would be a much better second option than Chris Middleton. And you actually have to account for Olin Depot a lot more than you would Middleton. But you can continue. That's all I have to say just mm. quickly about the Bucks. You know what? I think, you know, I'm not even going to say the Milwaukee Bucks because that's the obvious. I'm going to say one that we've been talking about for the past few weeks. Ooh, the Ooh. Los Angeles Clippers. Get rid of Paul George. Just trade him. Ah, Get rid of this man. Turk. Boy, to me, Turk, nobody wants him, bro. I don't care. Get rid of Paul George. Turk, Get Turk, rid of this no. man. Get rid Hold of up, Paul Turk. George. If they – if they offer Paul George for Gordon Hayward, are you taking it? Hell no. I don't want Paul George in Boston. Hell no. Nah, don't, hey, don't put that on. No, 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 no. Don't send his ass on. Not my team. Nah. But on a serious note, I think another <laughs> big thing that needs to happen as far as the Los Angeles Clippers, I think you did, I think you made the right move by getting rid of Doc Rivers and you brought in Tyron Lue to be the head coach. Uh, how that works out, we'll see what happens. But, shout out to T. Lou, <laughs> shout out to Tyron Lou, uh, for forgetting about that one time out. But that's besides the point. Boy, but, got his ass about it. <laughs> <laughs> but if I am the Los Angeles Clippers, you know, I think another big move that needs to happen if you want to be a winning franchise is that you have to get rid of Paul George again. I understand this guy is uh, 
he he's he comes you know he plays well in the regular season, but again he's just not a trustworthy second option to have in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? And either you trade him or maybe you sign someone better, but it's just like dang, you got those two big contracts. So I think a big move that needs to happen for the Los Angeles Clippers is that you need to go ahead and just get rid of rid of Paul George and. Like I said, I'm going to continue to slam this, slam this man because of playoff P. This man had a whole Gatorade uh, commercial talking about a ball game. It ain't showed up every So that man bro, has, wow. bro, bro, playoff wow. P. Bro, here's the thing. With playoff P, it is, in fact, a true thing. We have video. We have statistics. We have eyewitnesses. I've just never – I've never seen it. Like him and Clayton Kershaw – Damn near are the same person, but Kershaw they allergic to the big moment, man. And then, so I got, I got one. This might, this might surprise a lot of people. This might hurt a lot of people, man, because they love this duo. And this is my last one. Portland, okay, sir. Portland. Look, I love the Portland Trailblazers. I love Dame, and I love CJ. But it may be time to break that duo up, man. It may be time to break that duo up, bro. Okay, but for the benefit of who? I mean, man, here's the thing, bro. Essentially, you know what I'm saying, CJ and Dame both do the same. They're both terrific and great scorers, but they they just don't show up, show up when you need to in the playoffs, bro. And, like, they're a horrible defensive team. They are a horrible defensive team. Bro, bro, they're bro, a, bro, small, they're a small backcourt. That, that's their biggest problem. CJ is the Nuggets. six three six four, and Dame is pushing six foot six one. Who bro, can they guard? They used to the Rockets and the Golden State Warriors used to just eat them up, bro. For bro. they every four straight games they were up by seventeen plus in the third. Smoked them joints, man. Like it was, it, was, it was really they were. It's like Golden State was just saying, "All right, we'll stop playing with them now," and then took their lead back. It's but, like. And, so, and, and like I told y'all, man, like, I love the Portland Trailblazers. I, Jamal, you know, one thing me and you relating, we love the underdog players. We love the players that's been written off. We like the players that nobody likes to talk about. That's why I love Damon. I love Absolutely. CJ, man. But it's just it's just not going to get it done. Unless you're just trying to be that one organization that's just known as a team that's just you made it to the playoffs and that's it. But if you're actually trying to win, as much as I love that duo, you guys put that apart and try something different, man. Maybe consider going out going maybe consider getting more of a two-way wing like Drew Holiday, for instance. Someone that's actually a veteran, someone that actually shows up in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? May consider that. Ben Simmons. Though I know a lot of y'all disagree with this. Ben Simmons may be a good fit for that team because that team has a lot of scores and a lot of shooters. That might yeah. be a great fit for him. And Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons can guard your best player. You know essentially, so, essentially. And one one thing I've always said about Dame, I hated when Dame signed that big contract because I wanted Dame to leave Portland because they're not doing him a service. Yes, they, they're they're keeping your best friend around. They're keeping your boy CJ around. Y'all are small in the backcourt and this game has grown. Neither one of you are good defenders. With Dame being so on the smaller side, Dame has to work that much harder to get his shot off against bigger defenders that's that's really truly the reason why he pulls up from 40 feet because he, he kind of that's the only way he really has the advantage paul george no matter what we say about that shot where uh dang wave by to him paul george was three inches away from getting a piece of that ball why 
He was. Paul George is 6'9", and Dame is six foot six one on the great – me and Dame are probably the same height. It takes a lot for him to get his shot off. And we see we see what it what it adds up to. And Dame has an issue that a lot of small school guys has. He's loyal to a fault. Coming out of Weber, you're not expected to get drafted at all, let alone turn into the superstar that Dame Lillard is. The team that took a chance on him, you're loyal to. And you're like, bro, I'm not going to leave them especially in a quote-unquote smaller market like Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. it's not like L.A. No one has any loyalty to L.A. unless your name is Kobe or Magic. But when it comes to a, a place like Portland, who hasn't had a real superstar since uh, Clyde the Glide, we can say Brandon Roy, but he just he wasn't there long enough. It's just guys like that where – Wade had a loyal had a loyalty thing with Miami because Miami never had a true star since Zoe. Um, Dirk was that way with the Mavs because the Mavs never really had a superstar. And yeah, sometimes loyalty can come back and bite you in the butt. Yeah, it gets you paid, but it won't always get you wins if your organization is not putting the right pieces around you. I, I, it's really got to be a certain thing. Like, why do organizations? do stuff like this like do they want to win i i don't i can't tell you that because they you got to get someone better to walk in the door than larry nance jr like you have to play to your opponent's strengths like the warriors did dame is a lesser version of steph curry their games are very very similar Mm -hmm. neither one of them are super athletic and neither one of them really guard anybody but the Warriors are built to hide to hide Steph's defensive defensive deficiency. Clay mm-hmm. is out there. Draymond is out there. Um, they their bigs are literally just stand by the basket, bro. Just stay there and you're fine. We'll work everything else out. Clay is one of the best on ball defenders in the league. So is Draymond. And basically, Steph can just be out there and play the passing lanes like he does because no one is asking him to. But you have CJ, who's also deficient, also on the smaller side for a two-guard. It puts them both in bad positions. And if both of your main scorers are in bad positions, you're going to have a bad time. Facts. Well, I hate to see both of them break up, but hey, man, get get your room in Cancun, bro. Got to do something. It'll be a surprise on how how Portland ends up and no one will know. But y'all, I have a surprise for y'all on this episode. So what I did was I asked some of our fans throughout the last times to send us some questions, and we're going to answer them. And I told them they could ask us anything, no matter what. No, no, no. You got to put restrictions, my boy. You just want everybody yeah, to get I, pent. He just wants everybody to I, get pent. I have a feeling that this is going to be some uh, – this is going to be really interesting. So hey. – Think things with us either go really good or really bad. There's very little in between. Facts. So, here's our first question. It was asked by my girl Jazz Williams, who works up in Buffalo, New York. She loves to. Low. Let's just say we have a love hate relationship, depending on the time of the day. But she's like a sister to me. So here's what she had to say. Let's see if it's interesting enough for us to answer. 
Hey, Jamal. I have a question. I saw a video of you dancing at somebody's wedding, and I haven't been able to get it out of my mind since. It was a nightmare. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. And I just want to know, nice. why ah, ah. god-awful bad dancer? See, Yo, this is how they going to sound, son? So this is what we on? This is what we on. I told wow. you we have a love-hate relationship depending on the day. And ain't no love today. I thought she was going to so, say the one you dancing before the millennium. I don't think she knows about that one. But the point is, we all know Jamal can't dance, but it doesn't stop me. I was happy. It was my boy's wedding. We've been friends since we were four. We went to kindergarten together. I don't care. I'm an ugly dance. It's what I do. And no. The fact that she said it was the worst thing she ever seen, though. Dang, bro. Dang, Jamal. I don't. I can't deny it is. Like, at what point have I ever said I was a good dancer? Not the point, G. The The point point is, is, they assume if you're going to put yourself out there, you can dance. And you fail. The point is, y'all already know me. If if I want to have fun, I'm going to have fun. No matter how fun you're going to have, you can't dance. Turk, you don't even try to dance. I don't want to hear it. That's besides the point. That's See, not, if you don't nah, dance, nah, they can't nah. judge you for not dancing if you can't dance. Because then you look like you bored. You you the one that come out listening to the music and just bob your head. I don't want to hear it. Hey, I'd be chilling, bro. My you, mom you like that old, I, I want to say it was it was an old 3-6 Mafia song. You just twisting your old body from side, from side to side. To side. side. I'm in the club. By the way, y'all would never catch a video of me dancing at all. Never. Ever, ever hey, in your life. Hey, 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 D1 Ignite exclusive. Since he said it, it's Jax now. We gonna catch him. We gotta catch yeah, him Yeah, yeah, we gonna see. We gonna see. We have our next question from a girl, Courtney. No, not all the questions are from women, but women are just the ones that like to make fun of me. That is my life. So, wow. we'll see what she it. has to say. And by the way, all the questions don't involve me. No. We're not going to just rip Jamal up for the whole show. It's my show. I'm not going to take I don't have to take this. That's exactly what we're going to do. Everybody come for Jamal. Everybody come for Jamal. Shut up and just hear the next question. Okay. So do you think Spider-Man could pull Wonder Woman? What? Uh, What? I, I don't know what Wonder Woman really searches for in a guy. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's interesting that's question. Because well, here, here's my thing: Wonder Woman has a thing for Superman, and if you're if you're Spider Man and you're broke, Peter Parker, you can't compete with that. Plus, if Spider Man would try to shoot at Wonder Woman, I don't think he wants those problems with Superman. Just saying, exactly, yeah. exactly. Don't want no Just saying, he don't want smoke with Superman. So no, Spider Man's not pulling Wonder Woman. Peter Parker can't pull Wonder Woman just like um, Clark Kent can. Clark Kent got a real job and makes decent money. But, Peter but, Parker be getting evicted. Check this out. Check this out. I bet you Iron Man can pull her, though. But does yeah. Iron Man want smoke with Superman afterwards? It doesn't matter. Tony Stark's saved the planet by sur- sacrificing himself. You don't think... Wonder- he he took on all six infinity stones. And you don't think he can take super? You think he's scared of no. kryptonite? You saw how he died. 
You saw you know what? Superman loses to Batman a little too often for my liking. So you know what? I'm gonna agree with you. I bet you Iron Man can pull it. I bet you Iron Man can pull it. Batman beat Superman because Batman was so damn rich. This man got his hands on the kryptonite. Hey, it happens. It happens. See, you're not Turk, a, you're not, I told hey. you. See, Turk, I told you that we weren't just gonna rip up Jamal this whole episode. I don't desire that. I deserve many things, but that ain't one of them. On to the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this next one comes from another another one of our fans, which is relatively new. His name is Shamar. And this is what Shamar had to ask us. What would have happened if Obi-Wan just killed Anakin back on Mustafar? <laughs> what? <laughs> I know exactly what he's talking about. Bro, he, if he would have, them kids would have had to go. Yeah, you, you got to think of it. I don't think that he, if he would have killed him, it would have set right with him. Like, because Yoda would have completely went off. But, like, yeah. if, if he would have killed him, I think that would have been more messed up knowing that you're the reason why these kids don't have a father. Like, you know what I'm saying? And they'll never find yeah. Like, no, nah. but at the same time, though, you saw what Anakin did. They're like, Hi, master, closed the door and got to slice it. And dice. Oh, because I, when I was younger, I was like, Yo, did I actually see this? Like, did this actually happen? Yes, and yes, then Yoda was did. like, Yoda was like, The children, I was like, Damn, <laughs> that was Yoda's then, last straw when they mess with the kids. That's when Yoda went into God mode. But then, bro, we couldn't have I got the high ground jokes. And again, I have the higher ground. The high ground. <laughs> like, bro, the high ground. Is here with all his limbs cut off, <laughs> burnt up, saying I got the higher ground. Of course. <laughs> but he won the fight, though. That's what matters. And it can have the last laugh, though. Yeah. Yeah. There's no answer to that. If Obi-Wan would have killed Anakin, Yoda would have took over and killed everybody. Everybody? Everybody. <laughs> Anakin, I have the higher ground. The higher ground. <laughs> Turk, Turk, I can see you're not much of a Star Wars person. Not at all. Not at all. So you're missing out. You, you don't, you got to understand greatness. Hey, man, listen. I heard Star Wars movies were like four or five hours. So I was just like, eh, no, bro. Bro, bro they're, they're two. There's just a lot of them. Hey, man. But we only, well, respectively, we only need four, five, and six. That that That's all that matters. Four, five, and six. Yeah, after you watching talk- one and two and three, I was like, damn. Three was interesting at the end, though, because it showed how it happened. I would say three is the acceptable of the prequels. But of the main storyline, it's only four, five, and six we care about. If it's one Star more Star Wars movie you watch, it, it should be three. Even though mine was Attack of the Clones, like that was my favorite Star Wars. Cause I'm like, bro, this dude had four lightsabers. Four. Revis. He was Revis had four, fam. This man was old. Then he would roll. 
I'm like, bro. Well, let, let, let's move on to something Turk can actually answer for us. This this next one comes from our boy Skillet. Skillet. You 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 might know Skillet by his government name as Lance Morris. Yes, that's oh, Lord's nickname, bro. Pretty boy Lance Morris, huh? Favorite sports commentator and why. No, nah, but on a serious note, um, who is the best football player? Who is the GOAT of football? Like, is it Dion? Is it Jerry? Is it Tom? Who is it and why? Y'all heard the man. Me, me boy, Lance. Lance, if if you watch if you watch film. You know, you understand the game of football. I mean, Lance, you played football. Um, we've seen you play football. Lawrence Taylor is the greatest football player of all time. Hands down. I don't care what anybody says. Damn it, Jim. It's Lawrence Taylor. If you just See? play with him on Madden, bro, like it, it, that's basically him in real life. Like Lawrence Taylor broke quarterbacks' legs when he sacked him, bro, and literally was unblockable. Damn it, cool. I actually, I, I disagree with you. I would say you Lawrence Taylor. Smoking runs. Yeah, I'd say he's the greatest defensive player of all time. But if we talking greatest football player of all time. It's got to be, damn it, Jim. It's Jim Brown. Hold oh, no, on, Jim. Man. Jim Brown carried an offense. Jim he was like 6'8", le- 285. And Lawrence Taylor was 6'5"? This man Jim said 6'8". Bro, Jim Brown back in the day looked like he was 6'8". They said 6'8". Bro, Jim Brown, <laughs> he played three different sports. All that in an elite level. Yes, he could have been. He could have been an Olympian, but you know segregation, whatever. And not to mention, he held all those records and retired early because he played for the Browns. Damn. <sighs> I, I, I Damn it, Jim. LT. I got to give it to LT, bro. It's, he changed the game. But Jim Brown, bro, that's that's the OG. Like this. Like Jim Brown, like you don't say nothing bad about Jim. But by the way, you did, you did, you, you did take a you did take a picture with Donald Trump. They got Jim when he was old. Damn it, Jim. By the but, way, guys, uh, I just want to let y'all know that Jamal was an offensive player in football and Coop was a defensive player in football. So this is gonna be a little biased towards both of the arguments. Just saying, I didn't play football at all, so I'm not gonna answer that question. So, oh. but I mean, it's. Oh. Turk only knows 14 players, so he'd mess around and say, you know hey, what, listen, oh, listen. Pat Mahomes. Nah, I would right. Pat Mahomes could go down as the greatest quarterback of all time if he keeps on doing what he's doing. But as far as the best football player, that's way too many different positions. Nah, G. I'm I mean, I mean Turk, Turk, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. Calm down. Like, in, 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 like intangible, intangible-wise, there's nothing this man can't do. But but like, here's the thing. My thing is that anything can happen. He can start playing bad. You never know. That's why I'm just saying. If he if he does go down the path, as most of us expect us to, yes, he will be the greatest quarterback of all time. But you just can't say that yet. Not yet. Let let it's looking pretty let, Let's calm down, Coop. He's probably he could he'll probably go down as the most talented. But 
you need to you need at least three to be in the goat goat QB conversation. You gotta have you three. And you and you acting like he ain't <laughs> he ain't two three months away from getting another one. Hey, you, you can say that about anybody. Aaron Rodgers has been two or three away his entire career since he won one. Stop. Aaron Rodgers ain't going nowhere because instead of drafting a wide receiver first round, they drafted his replacement. They drafted Jordan Love. But as of now, Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback of all time. I can't argue that. Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes are the two most talented people to pick up a football and throw it. Yep. And until Pat Mahomes gets – until – He's a little less wet behind the ears. It's going to stay Aaron Rodgers for two to three more years. But we'll see how Pat Mahomes adds up. But Coop, said, Coop says LT. I say JB. We're both a little biased, but that's how we're going to go with it. We have another question from my homegirl, Riley Monique. And here's what she has to say about everything. Okay, here's my question. If you could be invisible for one day, and while you're invisible, you have to follow one person that entire day. Who would that person be? And what would you do to fuck up their day entirely? <laughs> uh, Jamal, what the f- What the heck? What the hell is this? Uh, Just Jamal, this is Jamal mm, P. Ask, yeah. Answer the question. This sounds like some stalker stuff, bro. Sounds like some creepy stuff right here, man. I ain't gonna lie Turk, to you. Turkey, you, you over, like many things in life, you're overthinking it. Man. You're invisible. Have fun. I honestly, I would do that to Kim Kardashian, <laughs> like just to screw up her whole day. Just, just to screw with her. Because the obvious answer would be Donald Trump, but nah, I want to screw up. Uh, nah, you couldn't. Have, you couldn't <laughs> well, have as be much. Petty. I'm gonna be. Petty. I would say I'm gonna be petty. You I'm you couldn't have petty. as much fun screwing with Donald Trump as you could Kim Kardashian. I would be exactly. petty. You know how Turk, you know what, who I'm gonna screw with? Turk B Petty. I'ma screw with Kyrie Irving. Oh. <laughs> hey, he go you are a hey, he gonna be in his workouts. Every time he do a layup, I'm gonna tip the ball. Hey, he gonna try hey, he gonna try to do his flick. Hey, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a ball at the backboard. He go, but where's that coming from, bro? Is that KD? <laughs> the whole workout, Kyrie doesn't get one shot off. <laughs> Not, Not one shot at all. Hey, hey, he gonna be chilling. Hey, he gonna be chilling in the background. Hey, you remember when you said that you could lead the team like LeBron? <laughs> Turk, you can't talk to him if you talk to me. Bro, I don't care, bro. It's, I don't care. I'll be extremely petty. How's he gonna figure out where you are and who you are? Don't worry about that. That's besides the point. I, I say, Turk. Keep yelling at him. I'd be in the background. The world is round. The world, Craig. The world, Craig. Come on, Craig. But if I had, uh, if I had a choice to uh, fall somebody and be petty, that's exactly that's exactly who I would fall. That's exactly who I would follow. That's exactly who I would. I've enjoyed. You know what? You know what? I take that back. You know, this man hates Kyrie Irving. Hey, 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 I take that back. Jamal, Kyrie hey, Irving uh, ruined his franchise. Hey, uh, uh, for whatever your name is, uh, Riley, I do want to apologize for my comments I made earlier. That was actually a great question when I thought about that. I'm going to follow since, Kyrie Irving. I'm going to follow Kyrie Irving. Ever Irvin. since Turk could be petty, it was a good question now. Hey, yeah, hey, I'm going to follow Kyrie Irving. This is a hey, bro, you got to do the Thug Nipsey. I just like, looked at him and said, damn. 
<laughs> what I, in the world did this nigga do to make them so mad? Like, damn, bro. Seven for like, damn, bro. Seven for twenty nine again. Damn. <laughs> damn, bro. Is it is it the team or is it you? <laughs> I have. Bro, I got Kyrie two. Irving would go seven for twenty nine and blame everybody else for floor spacing. Well, yeah. Shout, you know, shout out to Riley. That that was a great question. My fault for the comments I said earlier. That was a great question. That was a great question. That was a great question. Seven for twenty nine. I got two people that I know I'm screwing with, and y'all can probably guess who's the first one. Who? It's got to be Travis Benjamin. I'm not oh, letting this go. <laughs> Bro, why are you so mad? Just tell him to lace up his boots. I did. I did. I'm not mad now. Now I'm just, I'm, now I'm just being Turk. I'm just being petty. So Bro, he was with hilarious. the 49ers. I'm not sure if he still is. But I'm going to every practice with him. To tell him, you can't catch you ass. I'm just throwing insults at him all day. He's not going to know where they're coming from. He's not so, so, saying. So if you're so if you're invisible, does this person only is there? Are they only able to hear you? Yes, invisible. We, they only cannot see you. No, I'm talking about nobody else hears you but this person. No, everyone else can hear me. Okay, I'm okay with that. It's not like I'm hiding anything. It would be scary to be invisible because I'd be like, damn, I think people still see me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you would just be hey, standing that, there. With like, that, that's why you got you just got to play it out. You just got to be ready for everything. And my second one is just for my own personal amusement. Chris Brown. Somebody's already probably doing it to Chris Brown, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm just I'm really just going to relive the Freaky Friday video with Lil Dicky just next to him. That's it. I feel like Chris Brown is an interesting human being to follow around because he'll go from like the studio to like hooping and actually dunking on people and then having a random dance off in the street. I feel like Chris Brown is just a fun person to follow around. Until, <laughs> Until he starts putting his hand on a woman. But that's besides the point. Hold on, hold on, Turk, Turk. Until. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's another thing I'm not letting him do. I'm not letting him do no kind of drugs. They're like, no, you laying off the crack today. You ain't giving me another 50 song album. I can't even finish the last two. And he was on crack. You have to be on crack. You gave us a 40 something song album and had the nerve, the audacity to drop a deluxe version and add 12 <laughs> more songs. He dropped the deluxe version. Why? How? Why people do? You have to be a crackhead. That is crackhead behavior. Bro, you need your ass whooped. And he did it twice. Bro, he was like, man, one of these is going to hit. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, but 40, <laughs> dog. One song got to be better than the other 90. Bro, and in case y'all don't realize, an album does not need to be long to be great. Most people don't realize, I didn't even realize like a year ago. Bro, y'all know Thriller is only nine tracks long? Yeah, the rest are just alternate beats and remixes and acoustics and all that stuff. Like, Thriller is like a 35-minute album. Like, it's really short, but it's top five in any genre of all time. If you don't like Thriller, you just, I don't know, something wrong with you. You're not human. You, you, you eat Bro. clam chowder. Bro really outsold the Beatles, fam. 
and one, one Negro from Gary, Indiana. Let's not forget Michael Michael Jackson don't get the credit he deserves for the hood he got in him because he's from Gary. My, bro, Michael Jackson had to be gangster for you to take on Sony and buy the Beatles catalog. You got to be gangster. He lived with Joe. That was enough. Bro, Joe, shout out to Joe Jackson, one of the greatest fathers of all time, bro. Boy, I, I, I don't know about greatest. I, I, don't, I don't know about all that. That yeah, boy said one of the greatest fathers of all time. No, he wasn't the worst. Don't do that. He, this man he, was holding a, this man. What gun was he holding in that uh, movie? <laughs> this man was holding the whole entire Glock inside the office. Though. Well, Joe Jackson is a whole nother, nother case. But we have one final question. Are y'all ready? Yep. Our final question comes from the one and the only William Hightower. And oh, Lord. Uh, Bartholomew? Bartholomew. We'll see what he has to say. Hey, man. Jamal, you know who this is. Your friend, William Hightower. What the and, fuck? Uh, We've all been wanting to ask this question. I think we all have. Right, guys? Yeah? Okay. Jamal, why won't you have anybody help you decorate your apartment? Why? Why? Hey, man. I love you, man. And if I need to come down there, I will. So, uh, get Will. Get so, 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 William Hightower. Will, Will, <laughs> Will, let me get on your head right quick, boy. Let me get on your head, <laughs> Well, you sound like a pedophile right now, bro. <laughs> Don't ever. Don't ever. And, and Jamal, 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 before, Jamal, before this, clip it. Upload it to the, Jamal, to the uh, Twitter page for, for the intro. Will, William Hightower. <laughs> Mr. William so Hightower, bad. my boy. Don't ever, ever in your life send another recording like that again. Ever in your life. Don't do it. Don't, don't, don't. Bro, Jamal, when he got on, why he trying to make his voice sound? Like, bro, oh. you know you talking to, um, you recording on the man's. Um, <laughs> Boy, this, this man sound like one of them sex phone workers. <laughs> bro, facts, bro. What was this man thinking? Bro, Will. Will charge $5 a minute, bro. On the phone. So, <laughs> to actually answer his question, I have, offered, I have offered people to come and decorate my apartment because we all know I don't care about no interior design. I'm, I don't care. I hate HGTV. But when I offer, they do not follow the stipulations that I put in front of them. And if they can't follow these two simple rules, I'm not letting them do anything. Because rule number one, you leave the sword. The sword stays where it is. I don't care. No, don't touch it. Rule number two, the Kanye poster stays where it is. It's graduation, damn it, University City. Other than that, you can do what you want, but they don't want to cooperate. They they want to move stuff, so I say, nah, get out. Not having it. Well, so Jamal comes with all these stipulations. I guess you got your hand. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, I have two stipulations. Bro. People just want to be difficult. Man, we got to save that clip of the question this dude asks and just be like, what does this man sound like he does for a living? Bro. Wow. Y'all are some hoes. <laughs> Charging $5 a minute. But seriously, bro, like, clip clip that part where I just went went in on him, bro, and just usually put the intro for the episode, bro, that we upload on Twitter, bro, because... Yeah, the well, intro of the episode is going to be like, Will, you sound like a pedophile. That's right, come on, bro. Intro. Come uh, on, bro. All right, all right, y'all, we have time for a quick lightning round of a small topic that I will judge all of you on, and I hope the world judges you on, because this is something you need to know. Turk? Your yes. top three basketball movies. Top, top three black basketball movies. So, my favorite basketball movie of all, of all time, not my number one, Coopy Notice, Above the Rim. One of my favorite <laughs> so you basketball ain't shit, movies. You ever. ain't shit for the part that you Bro, <laughs> this man, bro, first of all, bro, let's talk about, uh, first of all, bro, all right, we got to talk about the beginning. This man slapped the backboard and fell off and fell off of the roof, bro. What, what kind of death scene is that, bro? That, you you weren't dunking the basketball, you weren't catching a lob, you were slapping the backboard and you fell off the rooftop. Come on, bro. But other than that, man, the movie was pretty good. The famous uh, scene where the guy reaches inside the bag and pulls out his gun. Yeah, that's 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 where that that's where that picture is from. But that's my uh, that's my favorite movie so far. Pretty good movie. Y'all should go check it out. Um, my second one, uh, Glory Road. Glory Road was a really good movie. If you guys don't know, it's best. It's based off of the old school. Well, they were called uh, what were they called back in the day, Coop? Because now that this were, El Paso, Texas they were, El Paso, Texas, now, Texas, what were they called? They were Texas Western at the time. Yeah, Texas, they were Texas Western. But you know, uh, I think they were like the first historic black team to win the NCAA tournament back in the day. They actually won in Dallas, Texas. No, 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 no Turk. That that is that is a very wrong statement. They, they want the first they, black historic team to win. They're not a historical black school. They were no, the not, first not, team. Not, not, no, no, not, not as in terms of an HBCU, but it's just as far as like, you know, black players, you know, they obviously the coach only played black players in that final game. That's what I meant. You were, to clear, yeah, you, to you, clarify, you, you that's gotta, what I meant. You gotta, you gotta clarify that because you know, we don't want the HBCU crowd yeah. to come. So come attack us. Yeah, you know how they that, I'm not talking about HBCUs, any of that stuff. I'm not talking about any of that. But in that in that last final championship game, that coach did play nothing but his black athletes, and they and they he won the NCAA tournament. That's why I said historical get- black. I did not mean HBCUs, none of that. But just to clarify that, so I don't want any of y'all charging me up. And so against Kansas with the legendary Pat Riley on Pat that Riley squad. was on that team. Pat Riley was indeed on that team. And then, man, got to go with Space Jam. Got to go with Space Jam. My favorite movie, man. That was a great movie. Shout out to the GOAT, Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? The greatest player of all time, the greatest player to ever play the game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Before the year 2003. I don't know who this dude is about to make the second movie. I ain't never heard of this dude before, man. He may be the second greatest player of all time. We're not going there. We don't have enough time to go there. Cool. <laughs> Top three. Where uh, yeah. So number one, uh, Space Jam, of course. Space Jam, oh, one of my Lord. top two movies. Space Jam, of course. Two, I got to go with uh, Rebound. Rebound was hilarious. With Martin Lawrence? <laughs> yes. 
And then, um, oh man, basketball movie. You gotta go. It's it's a tie, but because one is just super funny, and another one is a great movie. It's between Joanna Man and Love and Basketball. Wow. Joanna Man was low key creepy as hell. Now that I watch it, bro, how did no one catch that? Like, I know it's a movie, but there's no way you didn't know that was a man. There's no way. And then they let him keep playing, bro, in the NBA. You know what, bro? I'm going to be the bad guy and say it, bro. I think Love and Basketball was mid. I don't care. I think Love and Basketball was mid. I'm going to be the bad guy and say it, bro. I'm I do not like that, that movie, bro. Yeah, you got to clip that out. You, you, you got to clip that. I, we clipping I don't that, like that Turk, movie, bro. Turk, they coming at you now. Hey, you have ruined, uh, but, you, bro. You have ruined bro, so many girls' thing, fantasies. It, it, it wouldn't have the spark it did, but as a basketball movie, bro, it just has romance involved. That's the only reason why people even give us somewhat of his credit, bro. I mean, what? There's not too many basketball movies that have. Romance yeah, involved. I ain't trying to see no twist. romance, no basketball. I'm trying to see people get dunked on. <laughs> Wise words from Turk. Oh, cool. Let's not mm-hmm. remember. Let's not forget. And rebound. Tasha Mack was in it. Tasha Mack, but it was kind of awkward because I'm like, damn, she is she low key like old enough to be the dude's grandma or something? Like, it's kind of awkward. But um, Tasha Mack was in there. It was funny. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do, do it. <laughs> yeah, so, it is. I'm ashamed of both of you, actually, because you didn't name the greatest basketball movie of all time. I'm ashamed of both of you. No one said Coach Carter? Hell no. No. Hell no. Hell no. That is the most what? unrealistic type of story ever, bro. It's just hell? like, like, oh, it's man, just like if you say you like nobody, Don't nobody do that. It's like if you Don't tell me Like that. Mike was one of the best basketball movies. Like Mike was a great movie, but Like Mike was not. Like Mike is in the same category as Rebound. Stop that. Like it Mike was exact- a great movie, though. It was. It, like Mike, I think, is a better movie than Rebound. And Turk, after you say you don't like love and basketball, your your movie no. critique has been revoked. No, oh, no, no. one cares about your opinion. Coach no. Carter? Coach Carter's soundtrack was fire. One of the greatest soundtracks of the early 2000s. It embodied the early 2000s so well, they wore and won. What other sports movie did they wear and won? None. <laughs> I can name one. Well, not that They ain't wear and won in that. Never mind. Never mind. I was going to say a crossover, but <laughs> they wasn't wearing and ones in that. <laughs> crossover? Now, that's a funny movie. Cross that was one over. of the worst movies I ever seen. That was bro, one of the bro, worst movies of all time. Bro, bro, cool. when they caught the double lob, bro, <laughs> the double lob, bro, how realistic is that, bro? Bro, let's think about who was lob, in that bro. movie. Bro, Falcon from the Avengers was, was the main character, and yes. Sweetness from Roll Bounce. That's who's in crossover. This man got into a motorcycle accident, and his girl cheating on him. Mm-mm-mm. And the baby wasn't his. The baby <laughs> wasn't his. I'm I'm yeah. still ashamed of y'all for not knowing Coach Carter. I'm so ashamed we have to end the episode there. Lord. Mm-mm-mm. Now, I'm not going to lie. I always wanted that Coach Carter moment 
and I got it one day when I went back to to my old middle school. Because you remember at the beginning, they were, they introduced him as the coach. He was like, this is uh, Ken Carter. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm your new basketball coach. If you need to know my credentials, they're on the wall behind you. I just felt like that was the coolest thing in the, in the world. Like, yeah, you can't argue with that as a player. They're on the wall behind you. Yeah, he came back. That bro, it was still funny when uh your boy had the wide open, had the assist right there. This man took a <laughs> dribble back. Hit <laughs> the three. Well, he would have been yanked out the game before the ball went in the basket. Like, I, I, you, you come sit down, come sit down with me. The teachers weren't supposed to touch players. I'm not a teacher. I'm I a teacher. I'm a new basketball coach. Loki, what are you supposed to do, if Samuel L. Jackson? puts his hands on you. He done been every character in, in the world. He can fight. I know he can fight. Boy, He's if you play if you if you played in pulp fiction, bro. <laughs> Besides bro, Ben Rames, bro. Ben Rames, bro. <laughs> bro. He was in pulp fiction and he was a Jedi. That's not someone you need to mess with. Fam, you, just, you just gotta when Turk finally found out what Pulp Fiction was. Oh, freaking Ben Rames, bro. Yeah, we bro. That's all I'm gonna say, G. Anyway, y'all, we've come to the end of another episode. How does it feel? How does it feel? <laughs> man, it feels good, man. But you know what doesn't feel good outside is that weather. Woo. Cold and chilly. I ain't got it yet, so I don't know. Hey, Cold and chilly me, out there, It reminds man. me. I literally walked out the house this morning and was like, yo, I'm right back at where I began at Dartmouth. Bro, like, 46. Bro, trash, it was like 46. It was like 46 degrees outside this morning, bro. And, the 40s, and it was and raining. And it rain out there, too. And it was windy as a fuck. Hey, that, that's the Texas winter. I, we complaining now like it's not going to be 75 next week. Yeah, whatever. We we, we all know the weather is going to change. Because Texas, Texas, will be bipolar, though. Texas does what Texas wants. No one can stop it. Um, I'm not even going to try. We We all gave up. So, Turk, give us the give the people your final thoughts. Hey, man, look, bro, look, you know it was cool, man. You know what I'm saying we had another good episode on a serious note, guys out there. Please stay safe. Like like, like we talked about last week, COVID cases are rising; they are constantly rising. Please wear your mask. Please consider consider other people's help during this time, man. Uh, so we're gonna be a little serious. Take the time to work on yourself, Brian. You know what I'm saying. Take care of your business, and we out this joint. Go set the coops. Yeah, what's up, what's up? It's your boy B Coop Jet underscore affiliated. Everybody out there, be safe, drive safe. It's a lot of accidents out there on the roads as well. And also, if you're scammed for the stimulus package money, they coming for you one by one. <laughs> because I'm mad as hell. Y'all got it. <laughs> He's not gonna talk about that situation. <laughs> they was laughing on the phone. <laughs> Well, y'all, thank you for <laughs> listening Turk to another. Black man in America. <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of the one and only the One Ignite University podcast. We look forward to coming to you semi live every week until we don't feel like doing it no more. And I like being entertaining with my boys, so that's not gonna happen no time soon. So, like Turk said, stay safe, wear a mask, uh, take care of your mental. As Coop said. If you scam, we coming because we want that stimulus package. And if you don't, you're going to get bumped by some stimulus packaging, if you know what I mean. Black man. Because it's cold. Black Air Because it's cold out. And 
we get to wear a certain kind of mask when it's cold out, don't we, Coop? A ski hey, mask. mask. And we're not skiing. <laughs> and so we're like Oh, and the Levi's, of course. And the Black Forces. All black. So, like I love to say at the end of every episode, keep learning, keep living, keep loving. Do your thing out there. Stay safe. Don't be stupid. Wear a damn mask. I don't have nothing to say. I got anything fun? Feed your kids. Feed your kids. And we out.